There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, the spin-off podcast for Loose Units. I'm Paul Verhoeven. My dad, John Verhoeven, is also here. Dad, how are you doing this fine Friday? Paul and listeners, yeah. I'm feeling great. Can I okay, great. can I tell you why? Why? Well, I have new headphones. Well, yeah, oh, but... Th- <laughs> yeah? That's not gonna. No one's gonna be able to hear the quality of the headphones. They can hear a new microphone, but no one mm. can hear. I mean, no, you but get- I just, I just thought the listeners might like to be kept up to speed, and I'm also wearing a new jumper. Great. Well, uh, listeners, this is a true crime podcast. So as much as uh, haberdashery and you know electronics is a fu- is a fun update. We have some really great questions from you, our loyal listeners. So we thought we'd plow in and make sure that the end of this week. I mean, obviously, the extension of stage four lockdown for Victoria sucks butts. Hmm. So, Paul, Paul you yes. know how you said we'll plow in. Was that a, like a clue that it's going to be a farming question? Oh, I wish. I mean, if this was a sort of, uh, you know, like a livestock inclined show. I mean, hmm. okay, it's a shame that you were, you know, kind of metro based because I'd be really fascinated to hear about crimes that took place in the country. I mean... Hmm. Well, uh, I, w- one of the key problems mm. about country crime is that um, you you just don't have a backup the way you have in the city. If you call sure. a signal one, yeah. in other words, if you're having the shit kicked out of you mm. or there's a gun being pointed at you, in the city, uh, chances are you'll have a, um, a radio on you and you'll just hit hit it and they should know where you are because when you rocked up to the job, particularly mm-hmm. if it was, say, a domestic yeah. Your your control, your base, your VKG will know where you are and you just have to say your call sign. For example, you just say 6-1 and then they'll respond. They'll say 6-1, go ahead. And then you say signal 1. And as soon as you utter those words, the entire network shuts down insofar as no other police officer will say anything. It's this eerie quiet. They'll then have three beeps. This is how it used to be in Sydney, three mm-hmm. high-pitched beeps. And I remember probably a year or two ago, I discussed with you about the beeps. Um, so, you know, when they just give you a dispatch job, like a noise complaint, they'll just put it over. If it's got a little bit of urgency, they'll have one high-pitched beep. And that kind of gets all police that are on the road or on foot. It kind of it um, tweaks their attention. 
Yeah. If they give you two beeps, mm-hmm. your sphincter, in theory, should tighten a little bit more so than a one. Okay, but that that isn't like an involuntary involuntary reaction. That doesn't happen, you know, from like a muscle reflex. No, thing. but it definitely sets a little bit of adrenaline coursing through oh, your veins. Okay, but it doesn't it doesn't trigger some sort of like biological response where they can't well, it may. not. Okay, sure. It may. Sure. I mean, imagine if you're on the toilet. <laughs> no, it's it's possible. Heaps of police are on the toilet. Not <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Paul, I'm serious. Imagine if you're on the. I mean, police do need to go to the toilet. Sure, whilst yeah. they're on duty. Uh-huh. So they might be in the back of the station sitting on the dunny, mm-hmm. but they've got their radio with them, or there'll be a PA system sort of going throughout the station. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be. Well, it's, like fire, it's, it's like a fire station. You put, you need to be able to hear the bells. Putting the cop in coprophilia. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people won't get that, Paul. Well, and those that do, shame on you. Same um, filthy pigs. So, Paul, but yes. if they give you three beeps... Uh-huh. Um, you ran a snap shut, open and shut. So, there's a well, brief Paul, window in the middle. Paul? <laughs> yeah. Paul, that's why turds are tapered. That's why so turds So, your tapered. ass doesn't snap shut. It's like linking sausages. Anyway. But that's a fact, Paul. I mean, you know, that's the objective, giving you these different sounds. Mm. That's going to sort of... It's like having... It's like being in hospital and being on a drip... Mm-hmm. Um, if the drip's just ticking over nice and slowly, but if you require um, some extra uh, like pain relief, yes, they'll they'll ramp it up, and that's what these beeps do. But Paul, if you're in the country, it's a whole different situation. And I actually have a little story that I've never told you, and it's 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 heavy, and it it and then this is this is I got this from a retired police officer, and I. And the only thing that's sort of brought it up from the bowels of my... Did I just say bowels? You did, yeah. From the... um, What's a better word? From the something of my memory, the... The depths? The depths of my... <laughs> of your the bowels. The depths of my memory. <laughs> is, um, is, a, is a retired, uh, quite senior police officer was working in a particular place that was pretty dodgy in New South Wales where there were major dr- drug problems. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll tell you where it was. It was in Griffith. Um, sure. There was there was a terrible murder that's still to this day unsolved. Um, and he was so paranoid about Sydney detectives coming down because he knew that some of them were on the take. And what they did, stop me if I've told you this story. I, I mean, when this guy told me this story, I... I kind of couldn't actually believe him because it was so surreal. But then I thought, hang on a sec. I mean, I've seen some weird shit. He was in the bush. He knew the detectives were coming down from one of the squads from Sydney. And he and a couple of local farmers barricaded the main road into the town to stop Sydney detectives coming in. Seriously? And they used firearms. Is that the most extraordinary story? They didn't Sorry. shoot them. They actually oh. created a a roadblock. Yeah. And this police officer that just knew things were going to go bad, he he didn't have the, the manpower. Um, it, it could have been a, a fairly small town where he was working one out because mm-hmm. in some very small towns, yeah. there might just be or may have been in the past just one police officer. My point also being that if imagine if you do like a traffic stop. Imagine if you're in highway patrol working one out in the middle of nowhere. 
um, working, say, 100k out of Tamworth, which is where the Highway Patrol are based, you imagine you, you do a routine traffic stop at 10 in the morning and all those Highway Patrol guys, at least they used to, they're all working one out. Now, what happens if, if you, you approach the car and these guys in the car are on their way to do a stick-up, an armed robbery? What happens if they've just committed a rape? I mean, because every single crime, major crime that's committed, particularly in the bush mm-hmm. and, and I guess everywhere, you go to the crime to commit the crime, you commit the crime, and then you leave. Now, generally speaking, all crime, or, or unless it's sort of a, of a sexual nature and it's been committed by a neighbour or a member of the family, but most crime involves motor vehicles, if not in the commission of the offence, but also or more so is to get to the location to commit the crime. And armed robbery is a classic. There aren't so many armed robberies these days, but back in the 70s and 80s, armed robberies were a daily occurrence and they all involved getaway cars. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine? And it's happened in the past. That's what that's what happened with Warren Lanfranchi. That's why he was taken out or one of the big reasons is that he yeah. was on the way to a stick-up yeah. And the the Highway Patrol guy just inadvertently pulled him over for a minor offence. And it happens. Yeah. So, uh, so, I mean, I guess, yeah, I'm just a little, a little thrown by the prospect of effectively being like, you know, almost like a sheriff in a small town and having to contend with, you know, large quantities of pushback. Like, you're only mm, one person. Mm, you know, surely it's difficult. Being a country police officer, uh, I, I never did it. But yeah. I tip my hat because it has to be a totally different type of policing. Mm. And imagine if you've got a, a, a family and it's just, I mean, honestly, it's just so different. I mean, what happens if the, the one school teacher commits an offence and you have to give her a ticket, for example, and she's teaching your kids? Yeah. It's sort of somewhat polarised, I imagine. Well, yeah, because you know, when you know people, it's a lot harder to... Mm. I know in the in the States, part of the problem they've had with the policing is that they don't... Um, most of the police that you get in in these kind of um, small marginalized communities, you know, with um, you know more diverse racial makeups, is most of the police are actually shipped in from other neighborhoods, which mm. means they don't give a shit. They don't have the they don't know people. They don't have that level of community engagement. Mm. So mm. they see crime as something to be stamped out, as opposed to be something. Well, you know, it's a community. We should engage with these people. So mm. they have, they have no incentive to actually take care of the community because they fucking go home mm. somewhere else at the end of the day. So. Maybe there is some serious merit to having that one pillar of the community. You know, I, I'm sure it's more dangerous, but at the same time, you probably get a lot more um, face-to-face contact and mm. probably get a lot more engagement. I don't know. Mm. I, I would love to hear. No, it's fascinating. If, if anyone um, who listens to the show or reads the books uh, is a country cop or knows country cops or has any stories, please drop us a line because I would love to. I would love to hear about it. Um, Dad, I have an email here from a listener, and this one's probably going to take you down a bit of a bit of a rabbit warren so i hope you like rabbits g'day team love your work haven't missed an episode i'm middle-aged and well-adjusted so don't worry well see me thinks he doth protest too much because when you start with that it's like you don't that's an interesting way to introduce yourself Stephen. his name's Stephen, by the way with modern science i think it's 99.9 percent impossible to get away with murder however hypothetically if you were to smother someone then place them underwater and perform cpr would that not fill the lungs with water and indicate drowning? The same 
petechial hemorrhage. Cheers, guys. Don't worry, I'm in no way troubled. I'm just four years into true crime media, and I'd never heard of this happening, which is odd because I've heard everything else. Love your work, Stephen. Dad, what do you think of that? <clears throat> well, Stephen. <laughs> yeah. Stephen, um, I'm. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, are, are we contributing to um, a potential crime here? Are we giving so, him advice? You mean? Yeah. Um, can you just run it by me once more, Paul? I really need to reflect on the question. Yep. I'll get to the core of it. Here mm-hmm. we go. First of all, he said, with modern science, I think it's 99.9% impossible to get away with murder. Would you agree with that assertion? Okay, I totally disagree with that. Okay. For starters. Yep, that's okay. So he's operating under a false premise, but let's, mm. let's put that aside. Hypothetically, if you were to smother someone, right, let's say with a pillow then place them underwater and perform CPR, would that not fill the lungs with water and indicate drowning? If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Well, so you smother them. It has to be somewhere... Where there's lots of water, uh-huh. I mean, it's... It, Hang on. No, 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 no. You smother them, like, let's say you smother them... With, with a pillow. pillow. And then you want to make it look like they drowned accidentally. So you take them to some water mm-hmm. and you perform CPR. So you put them underwater and then you pump the chest, right? Mm. The problem is, um, Stephen, could, Dad, tell me if I'm wrong here, but um, there's major studies to indicate that a lot of the time when you do CPR, you do major damage to the person. So there's people who wake up in hospital. There's a big movement of people who have a not like a no resuscitate kind of clause on their 
on their card or whatever mm, on their license yeah. because yeah. the amount of shocking damage that can be done when you have an overzealous you know um uh, like ambulance person mm. basically yeah. smashing your chest in so yeah. you so if you do cpr and you somehow manage to not leave any broken bones mm, but, maybe but, but, but Stephen, um the person that you're going to smother with a pillow yes yeah, sure. here's the first question uh-huh. are they asleep or are they conscious? So if they're conscious, mm-hmm. let's assume their eyes are open. Yep. Uh, unless they're blind. But then they've got acute hearing. So they'll hear you. So you approach them with the pillow. The second you put the pillow over their face, they're going to fight. And they're going to fight hard. Now the chances are that, depending on how you, Stephen, assuming you're the, the perpetrator... Uh, depending how you're dressed, if you have any of your arms or legs showing or your face, there's a good chance that in that struggle, that person will get some of your DNA underneath their fingernails. Mm -hmm. That's for a start. They are going to have defensive wounds. The trauma that, if we talk about adrenaline, the the adrenaline that's going to come into any person's body when that's happening, because they know their life is about to be snuffed out. Yeah. And in the back of their mind, they'd also be thinking, shit, why is this happening? Have I, who is this person? Is it a complete stranger that's just broken into my house, mm-hmm. decided to snuff me out? And also, listeners, with most pillows, and I want you to all go home and try this yourselves, bury your head in a pillow, you can still breathe. Okay, a better way to do it would be to ram something down the throat. But that would create internal lacerations, bruising, and then you'd have this thing that had been shoved down their throat. Then you'd have to pull that out. It would be saturated in DNA. So you'd have to dispose of that. You can see how this whole thing starts to unravel. Even if you could then down at the ocean, the beach, if there were no if there was no one down there, bearing in mind you got to the beach somehow, how did yeah. you get there? What about all the cameras? What about all the the tolls? All those things that they can rely on to, to to suss you out. What about that witness that was watching that didn't that you didn't see? There's so many things. Um and if it's so imagine if you could then carry the body, drag the body out into the ocean. And then you, here's an example that what I'm about to say is a bit creepy and I've never thought or said this before, but it's coming to sort of my mind as I think about it. Imagine if you were to take mouthfuls of seawater and instead of blowing air into their lungs, you simply filled their lungs up with water. You were transferring water from your mouth to their mouth and then somehow working it down. Right. And then, so by that time, the person, assuming... The smothering, which, for example, may have taken place on the beach, um, we we have to assume more than likely that there was a major um, struggle unless you plied that person with copious uh, amounts of alcohol uh-huh. and they became unconscious uh, and then you dragged them out. Now, you know that statistic, Stephen, that you gave at the beginning about 99.9? I... I disagreed strongly, and the reason I disagreed is that I believe it's it's a lot easier to kill someone, a lot easier. 
And if I was to look at the statistics and no, and in no way um, giving sort of, you know, disrespect or bad karma to people in the police force and forensics, but one of the key things about killing someone, uh, it helps if you don't know them for a start. And that's why in the real world, contract killers or assassins are so good at what they do. They have a long, long time to think about it, and they're not emotionally involved. But with all the surveillance uh, systems, and I'm not going to sort of talk about a, a compendium of great ideas that I've got to commit, because I don't think that's sensible. Um, but there's a lot of information out there. But to th- even think about that, I mean, it's fascinating, but kind of creepy. Um, but uh, yeah, it's sort of, it's, it's, it's unsettling. Right. Um, to take a to take a human life, and that's why with firing squads, uh, they always one of the people always has a blank. So oh, they, that, w- wait, sorry. In, in every firing squad, one person is given a blank mm-hmm. that makes the same sound, uh, but you don't know it's a blank. So, from a moral, uh, sort of philosophical perspective, that enables you, if you so desire, to rationalise in your mind, that it's possible if there were, say, eight marksmen, one of those marksmen did not kill the the person that was in the firing squad. But you, uh, you know, know there was, they, they won't know which, which of them did and no one, And no one, um, and no one knows. And, and it's the same thing. Here's, here's a little fact about skydiving, is that the packers, they're the people that pack the parachutes in the military. Mm. Um, mm. Do you know, Paul, that at least when I did skydiving, if you um, jumped out of a plane and you had a malfunction and your parachute, the main failed, your reserve failed, everything just shat itself and it was a a problem to do with the packing, um, the packer never ever, they never knew who actually packed the chute. There was a degree of anonymity associated with that to protect the packers in, in terms of protect their mental state of mind. I don't know what it's like now, but isn't that interesting? Yeah, it is. Um, okay, so, I mean, in closing, Dad, mm. yep, yep. do you think that if you were to smother someone with a pillow or, you know, using your method, putting something down their throat, you know, like a rolled up magazine like an mm. uh, alien, mm. then place them underwater and perform CPR, would that fill the lungs with water and indicate drowning? Well, it could, but there would also be associated trauma. If you left the body in the ocean for a long time, mm-hmm. then sea creatures, uh, prawns, small fish, mollusks, octopus, depending on where they are and the depth, depending on how long they stayed at the bottom. But as we all know, as all the great listeners know, at a certain point in time, the gases within the body will eventually bring the body to the surface. And then the tides, generally speaking will bring the body in and it will wash ashore. And at my time in fingerprints, I had many, many, we used to call them floaters. I know that floater has another term to do with... Um, Poopy. Turds that float in pools, etc. Yes. <clears throat> but um, we would regularly have floaters. And I remember um, watching post-mortems where there were actually sea creatures inside the body. And you could see that the eyes had been eaten by tiny little creatures. Gross. Um, 
<clears throat> because as the little fish passes by, it's not saying because it it obviously has no, uh, it doesn't differentiate. It doesn't say, oh well, that's a person. Um, and it can't be it can't be subpoenaed either. No, no, well you'd never find it because no. it'd be off in some school. Not with that attitude. Hmm. But um, the things that I saw, the creatures that I've seen coming out of people, awful. is um, awful. pretty, pretty crook. Yeah. Um, but that's another. Uh, that's for another story. Um, so look, my gut feeling is that um, the statistics are not weighted in your favour, mm-hmm. but um, if you were just walking along a street and there were no cameras, and you were were, and you had a knife, let's say it's a crowded situation, <clears throat> and you don't know the person, and you just think about doing something terrible and you do it and then you just walk away and the person falls, no one's going to know at first why that person's fallen. People will immediately put that person on their back. Let's say you'd done something, you'd stabbed them through the spine or something horrific or gone into the heart. or. But if you've never done these sort of things before, there'd be trepidation. And I mean, I don't know how much force is required to drive a blade through a human. I mean, I know that it's easier to do it at the front, but I was talking about coming from behind. The person, you you, you stick the blade in and out, chances are it's not going to kill them. But, it, but if it does, they fall, people run over, they flip them on their back because they think they want to put them in that special... Um, you know, that recovery position and they commence, perhaps they commence CPR and they, they do cardiac compression where they're driving, you know, the sternum to operate the heart, they're pumping the blood and then the person, they're kind of keeping them alive but slowly behind the person is this is this hole and the blood's just oozing through their clothing onto the pavement but they, they haven't seen that yet. Now, whilst all this is happening, let's say, and people are calling the fires, the ambos, the, the police and... There could be a doctor nearby. There could be a nurse. Um, the offender has long gone, unless he's sure. a, he or she's a total psychopath. And mm-hmm. we know that sometimes they'll come back and just, God, imagine, be there looking. Or even more creepy, they might even offer to do CPR. It's incredible, isn't it? No. You reckon that happens? I'll bet you my left testicle that well, has happened. You don't want to do that. Well, I've got two. Do, well, don't brag. <laughs> um, yeah. But look, isn't it fascinating? Yeah. Look, I um, I sold an iPhone this morning um, on Gumtree, mm-hmm. and I obviously gave it away because I was inundated with, with creepy people mm-hmm. who really got angry that I'd sold it and... The guy that ended up buying it, he paid me more than the advertised price. And he came over and I sold it about an hour ago. And he was a classic example. He looked like um, a scary, massive gangster. He was just on so many levels. But he turned out to be a really, really lovely guy. And I had to go and get change because I wouldn't have him inside our place. So we, we conducted the transaction out on the street which is always a bit weird. I'm always a bit self-conscious because I'm thinking, shit, are people thinking that I'm dodgy, you know, doing this transaction with a phone? And I left the phone with him and I said, I'll come back 
I'll go in and get some change. And he shouted out, he said, you, what? He said, what are you doing? He said, you can't do that. I said, what? He said, well, how do you know I won't leave? I could just take the phone and go. And I said, you know what? You might. And good luck to you. I said, but I was in the police force. And even to this very day, I still think that most people do the right thing. Mm. And he was just, he was taken aback. And I just thought, look, if you can't trust people, occasionally in life people shit on you. But that's that's life. But I think it's most people, most people are really, really decent. And yeah. most people like to be treated and and trusted. And that, that made him felt feel good that I was happy to just leave him out on the street with my phone. Uh, but, I, you know, yeah, so that's I digress slightly, Paul, but... No, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, look, if this guy had then kind of implies to you that he wanted to smother you with a pillow and use CPR to make it look like you drowned for some reason, then 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 we would be on topic. True, but I wouldn't be here. No, that's fine. That's true. You would be, um, you well, maybe not six feet under. You'd be floating somewhere. Mm. Anyway, uh, that's all the time we have for this very, very odd episode of Loose Ends. Uh, we wanted to give a quick shout out to friend of the show, Georgia Love, who has been just so lovely and supportive with the book and is just so great and she's great. And she, uh, Dad, did you see the post she did last night? She recommended so the book to Willa. Lovely. But but also, Paul, yes. Yes. I saw a photograph this morning that I actually couldn't believe. Okay. And it's the one of the dogs that have chewed up your book. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So um, one of our listeners whose name I believe is Abby. Um, Abby basically, you know, got on the Facebook page over at facebook.com forward slash loose units and just kind of posted this picture of her two beautiful dogs who literally half ate electric blue. Now, some readers have voracious appetites. Very few actually put it in their mouths and chew. So um, I, think it was, I, I think those dogs, <laughs> there, the looks on their sweet, sweet little faces, particularly the little dog that just because there's a video with it as well that sheepishly yeah. follows the big dog, mm-hmm. and then they just they know they've done something wrong. Yeah, of course. And and um, but I think it was a very very unusual photograph, but 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 really really quite sweet. I hope they I hope the dogs enjoyed the book. What what little they did read. Mm. Anyway, um, thank you so much everyone for listening to this jam packed episode of Loose Ends. We miss you all terribly. We hope you're all doing well during the lockdown, and we will see you on Monday for more loose. No, Tuesday, and we'll see you on Tuesday for more loose units. Bye. Bye bye. You want to try that? Bye bye again. <clears throat> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> bye everyone. <laughs> Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.